0: Ian here from the RGB Gaming Podcast bringing you real gaming banter and welcome to the RGB Gaming Pride Month Special! Hello, hello, hello and welcome to the RGB Gaming Podcast, the home of Real Gaming Banter, a weekly episodic podcast all about video games, chatting with special guests and having great banter. So let's begin by introducing a very, very special guest on the podcast. This person is part of a wonderful organisation that brings a stage, a platform to champion gamers from the LGBTQIA+. Community, an organisation that is breaking down barriers in the contemporary video gaming world. I am pleased again to welcome the Chief Executive Officer of the amazing Queerty Gamers, Ray Lanshoney, Ray welcome back to the show how are you my friend
1: (laughs) it's great to be back um it's been so long thank you for having me it's an honor i'd like to thank the academy
0: (laughs) so um yeah before we started this podcast um i had had an error message come up on my podcast machine and i had to we had to restart again so thanks to ray for being such a great sport And um, I'm going to ask you the questions over again, Ray, so (laughs) we can actually go back to your breakfast. The breakfast sounded dead interesting, so I want you to tell the people again what you had for breakfast. So, Ray, listen, welcome to the show, my friend. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on the RGB Gaming Podcast. And for those that are listening and haven't heard the first edit, can you tell the people where you're from, what time it is, and what you're having for breakfast? Uh, I'm
1: in Los Angeles, Northridge to be specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is 11 a.m. That's Northridge, California, by the way, in the United States. Uh, 11 a.m. and uh, the first take. I had two uh, a whole bagel and two pieces of bacon, but now I have half a bagel and one <laughs> slice of bacon. So we're halfway through breakfast, uh, and then I also have this peach edition peach nectarine at Red Bull, which is pretty. Pretty good, actually.
0: I didn't think I it, like... <laughs> thank you. And on the first take, I did say I would have Ray out of here by lunchtime, but at this stage, it'll probably be supper time if I keep making these, <laughs> uh, keep getting these error messages. So we're all good, Ray. We're all good. The memory card's clear. We're good to go. So, Ray, before we get started, tell our listeners a little bit about why video games and gaming are so important to you. So, um, I
1: grew up on video games the first video game i ever played was warcraft one on the 94 macintosh It was actually just a demo so i never actually played the full version uh and it was video games were kind of like an escape i'd play you know the sims um definitely my first online game was the sims online uh i was able to kind of just escape build things and own a house which is not possible right now because <laughs> of money
0: <laughs> but i'm sure you have a healthy bank balance on on the sums ray so <laughs> so let's go back then to to warcraft now that's uh that's a game i haven't heard mentioned in a long time warcraft mm-hmm. what what a game what t- tell me a wee bit about your about the history with that game ray why, why did you love that game so much so I'm not sure why I liked it back then. I but I know why I
1: like it now, and it's you know I, I don't play Warcraft anymore. Like I, I still own Frozen Throne, like the remake, mm-hmm. and I, I I'm, I'm sure I still have a, f- a few characters on World of Warcraft. Uh, that game also is just kind of like an escape. There's so many things you can do that you can you know almost have your own second life over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the like. It's fascinating to me. It's, I also like, really like politics, so I think that politics in the game is kind of interesting, like territories and who's in charge, and mm-hmm. and kind of like diplomatic stuff, like that kind of stuff was really interesting to me. Uh, so yeah, and I think night elves are really cool. So I, I yeah, I like I like and blood elves. Actually,
0: I was a blood elf for a while. <laughs> so there's that. There is the dark, sinister Society to you then Ray, which we we we've, yes. we've, we've just unlocked. So on on the, on the first on the first take of the of the podcast you had mentioned that you you also like to play minecraft as well and you played that sort of studio beta is that right
1: yeah i played it as soon as it kind of came out it was available for folks um, and then that's what kind of led to the nonprofit mm-hmm. uh, it, it it was basically we had a minecraft server and we had a facebook group and that just kind of came together uh, and I like Minecraft because I like to build things. I like to make things better. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think we had mentioned, like it, if I was able to, if I had more time in real life, I'd I'd be out of my neighborhood, like making yep. things better and cleaning things up. So mm-hmm. I really like Minecraft because it lets you have that kind of control.
0: Awesome. And, uh, and and again, I'm going to ask you this question again. Did you uh, okay. when you're playing the sums, what devilish things did you get up to? Um.
1: Well. As I kind of mentioned earlier, uh, <laughs> uh, I did like I, I've I've murdered uh, quite a few Sims, including ones that look like Michael Jackson. Because yes. um, I mentioned I don't like Michael Jackson. I don't that whole drama with him. I do not like him. Uh, I but you know what? I also I also created my friends in the Sims, and we had like beautiful houses. We lived on the moon because I had oh. a mod where you could live on the moon. Yeah, very good. Um, I had Jerry Ryan, seven of nine, Star Trek um as yes. one of my friends in the game so oh also here's the one that i didn't mention in the first take um i since my character i made my character queer just like me yes but i went and 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 impregnated any sim that could get pregnant in our neighborhood that way <laughs> my 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 lifeline would go on yes um we adopted though my me and my my fake husband in okay. the game we did adopt oh. so you know we were being ethical but
0: that's good. I also
1: went in impregnated folks so. that's
0: good you have to be commended for that consensually
1: right? consensually of course well, uh, well uh, yeah well, was-,
0: th- was he aware of your you know your your murderous tendencies and did you did no. you do did you, you didn't explain that to him before you adopted no they that, didn't obviously? know that no no
1: uh, and my 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 husband in the game didn't know i was impregnating people in the neighborhood either and they 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 did eventually find out and they were not happy
0: <laughs> yeah, no. like how, how dare you woohoo someone else so people on the moon just be aware In case Ray moves next door to you. So, (laughs) Ray, listen, we're going to cut now to another little jingle. So you've got time to get a drink. Time to take another bite of that beautiful bagel. And when we come back, we are going to be talking about QWERTY gamers and breaking down barriers. Uh. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the RGB Gaming Podcast. I am joined by the wonderful Ray Lan Shoney from Quarty Gamers. And Ray is actually the chief executive officer of this amazing, of his amazing organization. So, Ray, during my planning for this very important, relevant, and celebratory episode of the RGB Gaming Podcast, I have to say I was blown away by the incredible platform that your organization provides for the LGBTQIA gaming community it really is it really is It uh, really is amazing ray it, it, tr- it truly is and um I, I wish there was a platform for more platforms like it i'm not aware of of that many here in ireland and the uk but uh, it's, it's great to see that you could be it could be a leader in such a thing so ray first thing is tell us what qwerty gamers is all about
1: yeah, uh, Quiddity Gamers is a 501c3 LGBTQ gamer nonprofit. Uh, and we champion and celebrate the uh, queer folks in the gaming community. Mm-hmm. We do that through the Victoria Kennedy Micro Grant, which is in my mother's name, who passed in 2020, uh, who was a huge queer advocate. Favorite movie was The Birdcage. Um, you know, always wanted a gay son. She said because she could go shopping with him. Uh, so <laughs> she said to me when I came out. Uh, so, yeah, and that Victoria Kennedy micro grant will provide um, a modest amount of funds to folks that are looking to uh, support a project that would make the industry, the gaming community, more inclusive for queer folks. So, uh, you know, our first two uh, grant recipients, one is making a game called Drag Her, which has been blown up pretty pretty big uh, yep. it's a drag queen fighting game featuring uh drag artists from rupaul's drag race and dragula which is pretty yes. dope and uh if they say it is the uh the uh second gayest fighting game out there after uh, after uh, mortal kombat i believe <laughs>
0: I can, yeah. I can, I can see the, I can, I can see the, I can see the, the, the argument there. Yeah. So yeah. A, a great thing. It's a great thing, Ray. So what else? Tell, tell us more to get, give us the, the inside and the outside of, of this organization because it's, it's, it's it, from what you've already said, it sounds like something that's going from strength to strength.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's also like, we have uh video game nights every Thursday at 7 PM PT, mm-hmm. uh, we're, uh, planning on adding more to uh we're bringing back physical events actually so uh yes. we'll start with los angeles since that's where we are um but you know I, I hope to bring some stuff you know to the east coast someday on the in the united states and then maybe someday to northern ireland who knows awesome uh, <laughs> yeah i i honestly i wish i could have more physical events like ever it just really depends on like how to get like volunteers. And so we we are always looking for volunteers. So if anyone wants to volunteer, we have a section on our website that says volunteer. You can go and apply and be a volunteer or just message us and be like, Hey, I want to do this thing, but it's on your website. And we'll be like, okay, let's do it. Or Nope. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Well, well, there you go you know ray has uh, has told you that you can volunteer, help out this great organization, be part of something massive and and uh, and you know help along the way because sometimes they say by doing the, doing the smallest thing can help in the biggest way, so you know go check out the websites if you are from the the local area or or nearby, you know volunteer, get yourself in, and get yourself involved so Ray on June the fifth, you unified for pride if i 'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Tell us what that's all about, Ray, and what happened.
1: Yeah. Unified for Pride is a uh, celebration and fundraiser uh, that happens in June. So, the, the first one that happened was last year. And it's put together by Tiltify, which is a uh, platform for streamers to fundraise money for nonprofits. Okay, yeah. And, you know, they have big nonprofits on there like the Human Rights Campaign and Trevor Project and then small ones, you know, like maybe Queer to Gamers and yes. uh, some other like no, local nonprofits. And if you don't see your local nonprofit on there, you should definitely get them on there. It is free to be on there. Mm-hmm. Um, there there's I think there's like a 5% uh, transaction that they take at Tiltify. So that's how they support their their employees. But you know if you're not already inside the realm of streamers you should definitely be on that platform so unify for pride is uh this year 16 different nonprofits that are uh, raising awareness of of each other's organizations and mm-hmm. then fundraising as well so uh, if if you're a content creator a streamer you want to fundraise for for uh, these 16 different organizations, or if you want to choose one specifically, like Pretty Gamers, for example, you can definitely head over to unifyforpride.org and start your fundraiser. And if you are not a content creator, you just want to donate, you can still head over to Unify for Pride and you can make a donation to either all 16 organizations or one specifically.
0: Yeah. That's that sounds that sounds amazing, Ray. It's sound it's all for a great cause. It's all for a great mission, and um, it's uh, it's like I said, it's it's going from strength to strength. Just based on the research that I've done, Ray, you are you are doing great things. Now you said content creators, so I'm going to go straight for the juggler here, Ray. Have you got any any big famous names or any big famous people that are connected in any way, shape, or form to your to your organization?
1: Um. Okay, well, I mean, we've we've definitely worked with a lot of different content creators. Uh, I wouldn't say that they're like, you know, they're like, like volunteering for us per se, but they are definitely folks who have supported us and whatnot. Yes. So, like, uh, you know, like the the founder of uh, String Queens like knows us very well, dear mm-hmm. dear, and um, we also have. Um, uh, I actually always mispronounce their name. Let me just look it up really quick. <laughs> um, so they're a big Sims streamer, I believe. Uh, uh, um, uh I don't know if you know who they are, but they're they're pretty big content creator. They awesome. fundraised for us before last year, so they're Brilliant. really dope. Yeah. Uh, and then we have a few, you know, uh, our, some of our ambassadors uh, are also um, partners with Twitch, so that's really cool.
0: And and the, the Twitch partnership is a it's, it's a massive thing, and it's a great way to get uh, get the get the message across through Twitch, obviously. And you know, being being affiliated with Twitch and you know, all, it's, it's fantastic as well. So here's a. Here's another question, Ray. And you've you've kind of loosely discussed it. You've told us what Quirky Gamers is all about, but why does it exist? Why is it there? Why why is yeah. it why does it why is it on the planet? Why have we got the Quirky Gamers? Why is it there? Which planet, by the way? Um, the, the, <laughs> well, we, well, I know you're going to migrate to the Moon planet. So we'll we'll talk. will <laughs> we'll uh, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll start with Earth. Earth. We'll start okay, with Earth. That's a good one is. to start with
1: that's a that's a fine one okay uh so uh the entertainment industry uh most of it is video gaming now oh, there's cats fighting under me i don't know if you can hear that go away <laughs> run away
0: i thought it was maybe um, one, of, one of your sums trying to get away
1: there's, there's this one chasing that one both of you can need to leave bye uh but yes okay so the entertainment industry is pretty big as we might all know yes um but the video game industry is a, a large portion of that, probably mm-hmm. the largest. I think it is the largest. And, um, these, you know, our queer stories are being told through video games. And so mm-hmm. it's really important that we make sure that they are being told because a lot yes. of countries also censor it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they either censor it or they try and slap a an 18 plus, um, you know, content okay. warning on it, which is not usually the case, yes. you know, if it's a queer story. Uh, so, we're here on this earth planet Mm -hmm. um, to make sure that those stories are being told and that there are no financial, that we try and eliminate uh, as many financial obstacles as we can for folks who are making queer content. So if somebody needs ZBrush, uh, to make something in a video game we try and you know help them buy that license with our micro grant um, or if somebody's looking for a queer game say like Princess farmer we're highlighting that game and mm-hmm. we're showing them where they can buy it so uh, it's all just kind of about you know uh, signal boosting video games that are already out there uh, making sure people know that they exist so that they can go and support those creators and then also helping creators continue to create.
0: Mm-hmm. That's really that's unbelievable. So not only are you giving them a a platform to come and you know take part in pride events and take part in gaming events, but you're, you're actually you're actually really helping these these content creators actually make products. You're helping them. You're helping them to you're helping fund their their projects, helping them get licenses for software, and that's that's a pretty amazing thing because like I have, to be honest with you, I've never heard tell of that. I know people can get business grants and stuff, but you know for for a nonprofit to come and say, listen, come to us, here's you know we can help you. That's that is that is unbelievable. It, it really really is. So you know this will this we can segue to the next question now, Ray, because you, you may have answered it, but you might be able to go into it a little bit deeper, but. Why do people from the community gravitate towards this amazing organization? Uh,
1: I think there's probably a few organizations out there like ours, uh, Mm -hmm. but I think we are doing something unique, which is we are, you know, I think the grant program I think is pretty unique. I don't think you're going to find a lot of programs out there that's like, oh, you need like these these like, do you need to pay for your Steam licensing fee, which is mm-hmm. like a hundred bucks? Sure, we'll help you pay for that so you can get your game on Steam. I don't think there's a lot of stuff out there like that, but there are similar organizations out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what was your other question? <laughs> I completely <laughs>
0: forgot. No, no. As why why as you've answered that, oh. it, as why they gravitate towards the organization, yeah. you know, is it's like you said, is it unique? Is it others like it? But you know, it's it's such a great cause. Um Ray, right, it There's really actually really is.
1: One thing I wanted to say. Uh, one thing that we see constantly in our grant applications on how why how and why does Query how can queery support you non-financially as well? Yep. And a lot of the times it's because they say that we're like validating them, mm-hmm. uh, which you don't, you know, as a queer person, you might not get, especially in certain parts of the United States and sort of, I'm sure in certain parts of North, Northern Ireland uh, and cl- a lot of places in the world for sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're a place where it's like, you don't have to be judged here based on like who you love or who you don't love yep. um, uh, or what your gender is.
0: That's, uh, like, you know, the, they're they're filling out these application forms and they're and they're they're saying your organisation is a, like a safe space and somewhere they can trust and someone that they can they can confide in and talk about their 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 their, their products and their projects. So uh, listen, right, it really is. I keep saying it. It's, it's unbelievable. I've like again, I, I've never really heard of anything like this before, and um, it's 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 definitely it's it's definitely a great thing. And sort of you know, shameless plug here. If you haven't checked out the website or the Facebook page or the YouTube channel or Twitch. Please go over and check it out because they are doing... Query games or gamers are doing absolutely brilliant things. So, you know, there's, there's, there's all the good side to it as... Ray, have you had any hate about starting this... About starting this organisation? Has anybody given you any stick? Has anybody given you any hate about it? Is there any kind of... You know, has anybody put up any roadblocks? Does that still happen? Is that something that's still existing?
1: So, you know, what's funny is the most hate we've actually got was from our own community, not like to gamers, but yep. queer folks in general. And okay, it's yep. because I think it's basically, I, I I always quote what, you know, President Obama said, and I, I might be, I might not be quoting uh, fully, but he he said, you know, beware the circular firing squad. Yes. And it's kind of the, the purity test that we have in this community where if you're not queer enough, you're not you're not queer right you know mm-hmm. uh, you know it, it goes anywhere from trans folks where if you don't have bodies of dysphoria then you're not trans which is not true you if you're trans you're trans um mm-hmm. you know we we tried to celebrate aromantic and asexual folks together mm-hmm. um, which a lot of folks in our community are both and they wanted to celebrate both and then there was this militant uh branch of aromantic folks who said no you can't you can't celebrate uh, asexual folks during the same week because you're, you know, you're washing away, um, you know, you're uh, uh, erasing aromantic folks and like, oh, mm-hmm. you're aero, you're arophobic. And um, unfortunately this is what's happening a lot in uh, I would say liberal society where mm-hmm. we are becoming militant and we are becoming, you know, we're censoring folks when really that's what we've always fought against. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think intent matters and, if we're here trying to uplift folks in our community, we're not phobic. We're, we're not hurting. We're, we're trying to celebrate. Yes. You know, we, we had panels that are celebrating these folks and mm-hmm. um, I've, I've only received, we've only received one hateful thing. And it was like an anonymous letter. They like printed out. I think I still have it somewhere. You're going to hell, blah, 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 <laughs> Like fires of hell. And it like, I this like really like clearly they <laughs> copy and pasted this like image they found on Google <laughs> images. And it was just like, I was like, that's the only time we've received actual like propaganda from like the far, 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 far right. Yes. But most of the hatred, most of the, you know, like crap we deal with is from people in our community. And I say, you know, if it's not hurting you, if it's not actually hurting you, and mm-hmm. I think there is a complete redefinition of what people are hurting from these days. Yes. Um, then if it's not hurt for me, if it's not hurting you, you know, it's what, it's like what your mom, what, what people say, Oh, your mom, did, you, did your mom tell you, uh, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really kind of what we have to get into. We have to be, we have to learn to live together again and not yeah. fight each other and remember which battles are worth fighting.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you know. It's it's crazy that it's coming. It's it's like the, the, like you said. Some of the some of the hate and the the hate is coming from the the, the 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 circle of the community. We could we could say you know because like I, I could envision you know the folks with their pitchforks being. A, not an hour you can't do that here, you know, but it's not, it's, it comes from the, it's, it does, it, a lot of communities are the same, have to sort of stick their nose in when it's not wanted, but it's like, um, it's like you said, you're trying, you're being inclusive, you're celebrating everything, and you're not being, you know, you're you're not being disrespectful, you're giving, you're giving, you're giving this community a platform, and you're giving them, platform a, and money, and money, <laughs> which is crazy, yeah. do you know what I mean, you, you don't, you, listen, Ray, end of the day, you don't have to do that, you could go, listen, yeah. pulling the plug on it now, you're getting no money. This is it. It's over. So I think the the, the point I'm making is that you know you, you made this great organization, and you know people in your own community, as you said, were giving you a little bit of heat about it. But but listen, you you, you march through it, you power through it, and you're you're going from strength to strength. You know you really you really really are, and it's uh, it's uh, it's doing wonderful wonderful things. you give them a platform and money, like you, you did say, Ray. Right? So. Here's a, I don't know if you've if used you touch on this or anything, maybe in, in your organization, but it's a pretty well known fact that everybody has experienced some form of online bullying or trolling whilst playing video games. So mm-hmm. how much of a problem is this for the LGBTQIA plus community? And how does your organization help to educate gamers deal with that? Do you do anything like that at all? Like offer some kind of pastoral care or any kind of advice or counseling or anything like that? Yeah,
1: so uh, at the moment, I'm still trying to gather some resources for Mm -hmm. mental health. Um, I'm talking to the Suicide Awareness Center, uh, which is ran by our great friend, Barb. Um, So I'm wanting to get more of the resources in there. We're also about to interview um, and hopefully share resources um, with um, the Chosen Family Therapy, Mm -hmm. where um, we have a, a, a person coming on on PTSD Awareness Day Uh, To talk about how they do therapy, which is through D and D. Okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So at the moment, I wouldn't say that our resources are where I want them to be, Um, but I think my my suggestion, like for bullying online, I think first off, uh, you know, I don't. There's some. I think video game companies, if they don't have the resources to manage in game chat, Mm -hmm. uh, video game chat, they shouldn't have it. Yeah. Uh, I think Fortnite does a really great job of not letting folks kind of talk crap to each other. So, like, mm-hmm. if you notice, there is no end-game chat in Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, I think, I, I hope that Dead by Daylight, for example, follows in their footsteps, gets rid of end-game chat, because that's where a yeah. lot and the ne- negativity comes from, yeah. uh, uh, from folks in our community. A lot of folks in our community play Dead by Daylight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think that we should have end-game chat if, say, for example, Behaviour can't really afford to keep up with all the stuff that's happening in game yes. chat. So there's like some simple solutions that we can do to end mm-hmm. to to prevent bullying from ever happening. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I would say that yeah, I that's for my for me, that's kind of where I would say I get bullied. Yeah. Is is like Dead by Daylight and game jet because I'm pretty addicted to Dead by Daylight and Fortnite really like lately. So <laughs> that's kind of where it happens. Um but yeah, so I I, I mean my, my suggestion is like, you know, it's not like a suggestion, but it's kind of like a maybe like a reminder, like, you know, folks who are bullying you are really hurting themselves and mm-hmm. you should just um have I would I, I would say maybe try and have empathy for your bullier. I wouldn't say validate what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that most folks that are, are trying are lashing out are really themselves hurting in some way, um, yes. but they're doing it. They're, la- they're, they're dealing with their issues in the wrong way. Yeah. Um. So, and then my other thing is like, you know, on Twitter, for example, whenever I get backlash, I assume everyone is a bot anyway. And yeah. that, And then, you know, then, then their argument is invalid because they're a bot. (laughs) Yeah. So it doesn't affect me anymore. (laughs) There you go. So...
0: So, so the people from the people that give you hate on Twitter aren't getting invited to the moon to come and live on your on your sims.
1: I mean, they can get invited to the pool I have in the moon if they want.
0: Yes, of course we can. The pool with no ladder, and that is currently occupied yep. by numerous Michael Jacksons. So, before we move on, Ray, you know you've 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 talked about a game's quite close to my heart. There, Dead by Daylight. Are, are you are you a frequent player of that game? I play.
1: I used to play every day until maybe this week and I've been playing V rising. Okay. Uh, but yes, I do play it frequently. Excellent. That's a su- such,
0: such a great game.
1: Isn't it? It's great. I think um, there's a lot of room for improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they've announced that they're going to make those changes. It's been really like gnawing at me. Yep. Um, you know, I don't, I don't mind getting tunneled and camped every now and then. Mm-hmm but when the variety of the game kind of gets like, Oh, they're always going to have these four perks. Yes. That's when I'm kind of like, now I'm just bored. Like I want there to be a variety and I want there. I want there to be a reason for folks to want to try new different things in the game. And it seems like they're to, They're going to try and do that. It mm-hmm. seems like they're trying to incentivize. Oh, you should, you know, well, first off, they're going to redo like 40 perks. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they want to incentivize, you know, being a killer every now and then, because mm-hmm. uh, you'll get like extra blood points. So, I have optimism. Um I I like the game. It's just, you know, I've been playing for 2 years like I started when the pandemic started, I think. Yes. And, um, yeah, I just, you know, I, I, I like the game a lot. Who's your main character? Do you play a killer survivor?
0: I, I, um, <clears throat> I'm obsessed, absolutely obsessed with horror games, uh, Ray. Okay. I, I, that's most of my collection, physical collection, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've actually started playing the quarry of, of recently. Uh, recently oh, of so that's So uh, that's that's uh, that's, I'm enjoying that because I was a big fan of, uh, dead, no, dead by dawn. Is that the right, is that the right, is it dead by dawn? The cheerleader from um, um, Heroes was on it. On uh, okay. Dead, Dead by Dawn, I think it was called. That's the names left me because I'm, put mes- I'm putting myself on the spot here. Right, eh? I'm actually <laughs> answering. I'm asking myself questions and getting put on the spot here. But yeah, I, I love. I'm a <laughs> massive fan of of, uh, of horror games. And you see, the many moons ago when the Michael Myers Halloween pack come out to download. Oh, I'm just obsessed with Michael Myers. I really am. So I, I, I love being. I do enjoy being the killer. I think that's. Uh, I, th- I think that's a good way to de-stress. I think. So you know, uh, there's been there's been some great packs. I think there was a Silent Hill pack come had or uh, expanded. There was. So massive fan of Silent Hill as well. <clears throat> One of the recent podcasts I actually speak to a guy called Ollie from a great channel called the Retro Game Revival, and we talk mm-hmm. about Silent Hill and we talk about you know um, the, the history of it and. We're we're begging Konami, please bring out a new one, please, oh please, bring out a new Silent Hill. So yeah, I do I do enjoy it, but uh, you know if um if I kind of get a little bored of Dead by uh, Daylight, I do like to I did like to play a little bit of Friday the Thirteenth as well. Enjoyed that.
1: Oh okay, I haven't tried Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, yet. so
0: that's uh, that's a that's a good one. But I believe that the new Evil Dead game is something similar. So that might be uh, that might be worth yeah. checking out as well.
1: You so, know, yeah, so
0: are you're obviously playing it in PlayStation? Is that right, Ray? Oh, I play on PC. You play on PC? Oh, you can't cross over, sure, you can't between PC and uh, PS. For, I don't think, I think, for or, Dead by Daylight, yeah, or can you? Oh, no,
1: there's complete, pro- yeah, everything, uh, there's cross platform for every system except awesome. uh, mobile, I must, a different game.
0: I must get a what he called off you, and we can, uh, we can, we can Dead by Daylight together.
1: Yeah, friend code. Yeah, awesome. I think that's what it's called.
0: Yep, I, li- I like that. I like that. We'll, we'll definitely do that, Ray. That sounds like something we could uh, we could we could do some evening slash mid morning whenever uh, you, you, you get up out of bed. So we'll put our we'll put our games away now and we'll go back to the questions about uh, queer gamers. So here's a, here's another one then, Ray. Do you believe that there is enough LGBTQIA plus representation and playable video game characters. Do you think there's enough playable game video game characters within the community or is this something that we're only sort of just seeing in the last 8 9 years?
1: That's a good question. Um and I I feel like a lot of folks are going to answer this very differently. I think for me, I don't think there's enough representation yet. I don't think there's enough authentic representation. Yeah. Um like, I, I wasn't super impressed with the way that they made, is it David, queer in Dead by Daylight, for example? Yeah. It, it felt like, uh, for me, like, when they made George Takei's character in Star Trek queer, mm-hmm. um, after the fact, uh, like, in one of the new movies, when George Takei was like, no, like, Sulu isn't gay. Like, no. Uh, so I, I, I feel like there's still, like, not the greatest way to like have characters come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would, I would say that, yeah, I, w- I would say there's probably, yeah, there's not enough representation. And, um, I think when we do, when, when companies do talk about the, the que- characters being queer, mm-hmm. it feels more like a little PR too much PR mm-hmm. like opportunity as opposed to something authentic. Uh, and I, I brought this up. I think I think uh, I was at QCon, which was a local convention in West Hollywood for queer comics. Of course, yes. And um, they asked me what was my favorite queer character, and off the top of my head, and I still need to play. I still need to finish the game. But um, one of my favorite queer characters, who I think I think they authentically made this character like queer, yep. uh, is uh, Pavardi from the Outer Worlds, uh, which feel to me, I think it feels more like a spiritual successor to. Maybe the earlier Fallout games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't play the earlier Fallout games, but folks say it's like New Vegas or or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and Pavardi is uh, asexual, and you have to uh, kind of help her navigate being—I um, wouldn't say attracted, but I would say uh, maybe maybe romantically interested in in this other like character in the game. And I won't give out too much. Um, so I think that is a perfect example mm-hmm. of of a queer character in a game uh, especially one that you, you you don't know is queer until you start talking to them right yeah I think that's really like when it's just it's just like real life like right? it's, yep. it's very organic and I think that's what queer representations should look like quite yep. often
0: yeah so basically what what you're what you're sort of saying is that the, the games companies and developers shouldn't be making the the, the gay character like a cartoon it should be natural. So if you're if you're encountering <laughs> a character in a video game you shouldn't really be able to work out straight away if what what their gender or sexual orientation or preferences. It's like, you know, why can't they be It's like Ellie from The Last of Us and uh mm-hmm. the, 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 we we didn't know until later on that of course she mm-hmm. she she was, she was gay and then in, in part 2 then she she's with she's more open about it because she actually has a partner who's pansexual. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love it. It's it's great, but again, you would never have. I th- I think it was all there was like the shock factor. Like, oh, I don't know, but why should I yeah. know? It's not none of my business to know. But Ellie has come out, and she's uh, and and she's gay. So listen, I I, I totally I totally uh, I totally understand what you're saying because you know it's like you know a lot of these a lot of these characters should be diverse they should have they should be from all different backgrounds and here here's just a list um ray of uh, of uh, of playable characters that are from the lgbtq community and i've got this from the the british film institute website here so we're talking about ellie anyway we, we knew that and Dina's her our partner so tracer from overwatch was overwatch you ever played
1: oh i played a ton of overwatch yeah, yeah
0: so tracer lesbian confirmed by michael Chu, the lead writer for the game so it was confirmed mm-hmm. that, that that Michael Chu had uh, had announced that. Life mm-hmm. is strange. Have you ever played that? Uh,
1: I may have. Like, I think I have just started it and then stopped so, it. Like that's recently,
0: a, that's a real good game. The the lead character in that, Max, she's mm-hmm. a, she is she's gay as well. Falls in love with her her, her school friend Chloe. So over as they get older, blue hair, right? She has yeah, blue hair. That's right. Yes. Okay. Yes. And one that uh, I I didn't realize is Leonardo da Vinci from Assassin's Creed.
1: I haven't played Assassin's Creed
0: so the, one of the Assassin's Creed games from 2009 Leonardo da Vinci is uh, he's, he's gay in it Maybe wow, he, that's he, maybe, I'm too, i'm huh? assuming that's he, he must have been I, I don't know anything about leonardo da vinci only leonardo i'm familiar with as is, is, is a green turtle that wears a blue bandana so that's <laughs> the <Leonardo> i'm familiar <laughs> with so you know just just kind of going back to the question then you, you you think you believe there there's there's not enough there's not enough representation there there definitely needs to be what kind of games character would you like to see take the lead
1: Oh, oh, that's a good question. Oh, now you're putting me on the spot. Usually, you put yourself on the spot. That's about to say it's
0: better me putting you in the spot than putting myself on the spot. <laughs> oh,
1: so are you are you saying a specific character that I'd like to see queer yeah. or a game? Listen, or let's l-
0: let's let's do both. Let's do both. Okay. okay. You're you're in charge of the development of this game, and then there's a game that exists. And who do you think we should have a have a a, a main character from the community? What do you think? I open up my Steam. (laughs) And I go look at my Steam games. Oh my gosh, that's such a
1: hard question. Oh, you know what? Oh, I know. Pokemon. Ah, right, okay, yes. Yeah, so I would love there to be a queer character in Pokemon, especially because they've been... (laughs) They've been so woke lately, you'd think they'd do it. Um, but no, I, I think it would be really cool to see a queer, I don't know, professor. And it doesn't have to be up in your face. I mean, yes. if, if, if they want a really hot professor to be up in my face, sure. But um, I think that'd be a really cool game, I think, because it, it, it affects so many, you know, young minds too, mm-hmm. right? And so they need that representation. Although I know that Pokemon doesn't really do romance, except for Brock, was kind of a horn dog yeah um they don't really do romance often so I can I can foresee like Pokemon like not even like like, like doing anything with that mm-hmm. um, I will say re- what real quick the the move attract in Pokemon I wish didn't work on only the opposite sex I wish that it would work on all all Pokemon that's so a, that 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 a,
0: that's a, a fair a fair comment right that, that is yeah. a, that's a fair that's a fair observation.
1: Yeah, it's been something I've been been hoping for them to change for a while. Um, but I'm opening up my Steam and I just really want to give a quick glance to see if there's anything I think should have a queer character in it. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I love Stardew Valley it already has queer representation. Uh, I think it'd be really cool. I don't. I haven't gone through all of Stardew Valley yet, even though it's one of my favorite games. Yep. Uh, I don't know if any of the backstory has queer stories in it. I know that you can marry same sex but mm-hmm. i don't know if there's like actually like oh like i used to have the sex boyfriend or something like that yeah um uh and apex i love that apex legends has all the queer representation mm-hmm. uh although i don't play it quite often uh but yeah i don't know i i have no idea what other game i would want to see queer representation in um every game how about that every game needs Ever. to have <clears throat> queer representation
0: every game so we could say star wars well star wars does doesn't it a little bit um oh uh,
1: i you know i know a lot of star trek i don't know a lot of star yeah. wars i'm just actually um, i'm just
0: like looking around here at my, my games i don't know if many of them would lend them well what about resident evil could we get away with a queer character in resident evil Sure, why not?
1: I haven't played Resident Evil yet, but yes, let's do it. Let's well, make one of the zombies queer.
0: <laughs> I was thinking about a main character, like an elite. <laughs> you're not. You're turning them into cartoons. I was thinking about like the, I was thinking about like a like a you know like a um, someone with a machine gun or something you know, but like um, but like uh, the, the have you ever seen the film Aliens? You ever seen aliens? I haven't. I haven't seen aliens. Watch, watch I'm such a bad watch aliens. There's some badass people from the community and that with giant machine guns. And they could uh, they could uh, they could definitely be in Resident Evil. And not zombies. We're not making any zombies. That's Ray said that, not me. That's like a Freudian slip I would have made, but no, that came from Ray, so you can't give me any hate on my podcast about turning LGBTQ. <laughs> Plus people on the zombies race out of not me. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be
1: a great game, though, right? I'm <laughs> telling 100%, you,
0: hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. So you know. Let's take a wee look then at, and you've mentioned, you've mentioned about, uh, you've talked about a lot of people within the gaming world as well, uh, Ray. Mm -hmm. The LGBTQ community has been heavily involved with the development of games over the years from Danielle Berry being the world's Mm -hmm. first highly profiled trans woman to develop video games for Atari and Commodore back in the 1980s. And then a more contemporary uh, designer then, uh, Maddie Thornson, who who, who developed Towerfall in 2019, Mm -hmm. who's now identified as non-binary. What are your hopes, Ray, for the LGBTQIA plus community within the gaming world moving forward, in terms of development well, and making the games?
1: Well, actually, I'll first start off with the community with Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, so we saw, maybe, was it a year ago or half a year ago, that the you know Twitch had a leak and it showed their highest-grossing uh, channels, and they were mostly, I think, they were all like white cis straight men mm-hmm. uh as far as i remember and so i'd love to see you know folks from our community on that list like mm-hmm. you know twitch likes to and by the way I have, a, I have a i have a bone to pick with twitch lately they want to charge four thousand dollars for a booth at twitchcon for a non-profit they don't have nonprofit discounts so i'm a little mad at them right now how much are they uh, charging four thousand dollars what they, they're absurd so what we're going to do is we're going to have a mixer we're just going to invite nonprofits and have them booth at our mixer for free uh, if we can afford the mixer so we'll see Uh, we are looking for uh, sponsors for that so if anyone's listening uh, we have a deck for you uh but
0: twitch if you're listening give these guys the booth for nothing four thousand catch yourself on that's ridiculous
1: They like to pretend that, you know, oh, we're here for AAPI month. We're here for Black History Month. We're here for Pride Month. You know, they're showing us all on the front page. But Mm when it comes down to actually money, they're not actually supporting us. They're just doing it for the PR. And they have queer people there. They have, you know, people of color there. Um, And they're probably trying to do the the best they can. But it's really still in control of, like, Mm -hmm. the elite. And so it's really unfortunate. Um, well, so that, I think that's a place I want to see a huge change. Yeah.
0: And you know you know what, Ray? The LGBTQ community's money is the exact same as anybody else's, and that's all Twitch yeah. seemed to be interested in. So come on, Twitch, if you are listening, if, if there's one person that listens to this podcast from Twitch, come on, give these guys a, the, 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 the booth for free. Come on, you're a multi-million pound company. Multi-million dollar pound. Multi-million dollar pound. Multi-million dollar company come on put the finger out and help these guys out uh
1: but uh i think is in terms of game development as well i think what i'd like to see is a lot of these indie queer games can't get the funding and Mm so you know i love to see there be and maybe qwerty could do this someday if we have more money uh but i'd love to see a publisher that's available for these queer games that Mm -hmm. necessarily can't get the um funds that they need for example drag her had had a little bit of hard times getting funding for their game. Mm -hmm. Um, They luckily had successful Kickstarter, 69 nice thousand dollars. And then they also got a hundred thousand dollars from AT&T games. But, you know that that's an oddity in the world. Um, you know, games like Pumpkin Days, which is a mm-hmm. farming game with um, non-binary character creation and uh, you know same-sex marriage and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, these kind of games out there have a more difficult time getting the word out, and that's why Pumpkin Days actually. Uh, I think part of the reason why they stopped developing was because you know it was it's so hard to start from the bottom. Like Drake said, um, you know, you gotta you gotta work. and and get the name out there. And so I'm hoping, you know, perhaps there will be a publisher out there or if they don't get to it, we'll get to it Mm -hmm. uh, where we can start publishing these games for them and get advertising. And um, yeah, I I, I think that's what I'd like to see because yeah, we can, we can do all the queer representation, all these triple A games. But I just, with the profit motive out there, you know, all these companies are just, they're really just trying to make a buck, right? Yeah. Um, you'll have some authentic folks working on the game who really love the game, but it's really about the investors and the CEOs. And not often do you have folks that are actually passionate about the project. They just want to see the money. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think indie games are super important because they don't really censor often yep. and they come from the heart.
0: Well this is a uh, this that's a very very true statement especially about the the, the indie games um there's uh there I had a guest on the podcast uh we a while back now Helen she was from a, she's from a horror gaming youtube channel called helensky horror games and she is uh she's massive into the indie horror games she plays a lot of uh games from itch.io I'm not too sure if you're familiar with that channel i'm sure you may have heard of it before where yeah. you know the, the developers will take donations and stuff you know if, if 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 you want to but i think there's uh you know it's 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 an opportunity for for people to wear all the hats within the gaming industry once you start making indie the mm-hmm. games you know and um, i think they're they're, they're very important Regardless of 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 the, of what community you're part of, but it is it's very important that you know the, these indie games get made and they get recognised. And you know, you know yourself, Ray. You're know, trying to compete with these AAA games. It's it's almost near impossible. You know, yeah. It's, you you kind of have to be have a certain circle of friends and uh, be with networking with a particular set of people. And you know, and. Hopefully, hopefully, what you say is is, is right. That you know these games will either be picked up by yourself or will be funded and and created. So, what's next then for Queer to Gamers? What's what's coming up next on, on your calendar? And then we'll talk about what's coming up in the future. What what's the what's the big plan for the organization?
1: Yeah, so we're you know finishing up Unified for Pride. It's going to the end of this month, so mm-hmm. I'm going to try and get do like one more last push. Um, you know, because of the threat of a recession over here, yes, and the fact that um, I don't, and I'm not sure what what was going on with Northern Ireland and, UK same, and whatnot. Same but.
0: thing, yeah. The, the 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 fuel prices are mad. The cost of living prices are mm-hmm. crazy. We're not getting paid enough to, you know, to to keep up with the, the with the with the rise and stuff. So I think it's I think it's quite global. I think thanks yeah. to the, thanks to the Russians, this is uh, this is now really bit us in the backside. You know. Putin.
1: Yep. And I, I i'm not a big fan of russian they censor queer games so stupid government
0: um, yep. well, <laughs> um they censor a lot of that stuff regardless oh, yeah. whatever it is i think it's uh yeah. it's something that's not, not spoke of very highly and uh, if, if i think and if you're part of the community in that country it's, uh, it's it's not a good place to be no no
1: um but yeah so we you know and then also uh The the government over here was, you know, giving people extra money for unemployment, not Mm -hmm. to mention the money that both Biden and the Trump administration sent, like, via checks. So people had a lot of money last year. Mm -hmm. This year, they don't have that money, and also there's a threat of recession, and the stock market basically just crashed. So uh, we're seeing a lot less donations. So Mm -hmm. this year, I'm going to be um, most likely approaching larger companies and asking them for donations now because they still have the money Mm -hmm. um and so we really need to you know that's why i was so surprised with twitch is like are you serious after all this like because we're seeing a lot less donations this year so far and i don't want to keep asking the community that we're trying to serve for donations um so yeah we're going to be pushing for unified for pride but um uh and i'll just skip to long term real quick long term we're going to be asking you know these different companies for, for supporting query, like as sponsors. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, you know, event wise, uh, you know, every, of course, every Thursday, we're going to have our game nights at 7pm PT. We're going to have more streams on our Twitch channel. Mm -hmm. So make sure to go over, follow us at twitch.tv slash query gamers. We're going to have an in-person event in Whittier, which is uh, a suburb of Los Angeles. So if you're going to be, in Los Angeles, July 17th, we're going to have a board game and D D day, uh, which also coincides with Pokemon community day, which is mm-hmm. what we actually used to meet up with, uh, before COVID and, um. Honestly, besides that, it's just TwitchCon. Like we after Pride is kind of like the end of what we had planned mm-hmm. um, for big events. Yeah. Uh, I know that, you know, non-binary day is in July. So I'm hoping if I have time, I could put some we could put something together for that. Okay. Non-bi- yep. International non-binary day. Uh, and there's all, you know, there's a great, a, a great number of, of those kinds of like rec- recognition days that we can hopefully get to. It's just a little hard because, um, you know, I'm pretty much the only, I'm the only full-time person at the nonprofit. Everyone else is a volunteer. Right. Okay. So, um, it, it's a little hard to balance everything, but it's, it's rewarding and, uh, yeah i'm hoping that we could plan some more stuff for for folks that are especially digitally i what w- what happened with covid is you know i we've we really did find our niche in in the community mm-hmm. with covid because you know we could reach everyone as long as you have a computer nice. and your
0: government's not blocking us <laughs> <laughs> don't worry you're not getting blocked over here right it's all good no, and if they, if they decide good. to do it i'll have a, i'll have a word with them boris
1: johnson damn you <laughs> I follow politics. See, yeah, I know who he almost got. He almost got taken out the other day, right? He, yeah,
0: they try to vote him out. They tried, no confidence. No confidence, but they're trying to vote. They're voting him out because he had parties over lockdown. So <laughs> I remember you know, that. So how can I don't know? I, mean, I, think I think he's. I think he's. I think he's pretty rock star for doing that. To be honest with you, you know, forget everybody else in the country. You have to stay at home and social distance and don't go out while the rest of us. Get together in 10 Downing Street and have a mad party. So I think <laughs> just pouring the champagne. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's you know what I mean. So I think they're yeah, they're having hors d'oeuvres and caviar and strippers and stuff. They're they're living a the life in the in, in Parliament at the minute. So uh, no, you're not blocked over here, Ray. You're you're good to go. <laughs> you're good to go. So, uh, Ray, a question I probably should ask at the start. How, How many people are on board now with the organization in terms of people that are volunteering for you? Because when it's going through the website, there's like, there's a lot of people that help out. And Mm -hmm. how many, how many, I don't want to say clients, but how many people are registered as QWERTY gamers? Is there, is there's, there's like, there's a load of them, isn't there?
1: So for volunteers, I'm um, looking at our volunteer Discord. We have like over 25 plus our board, so probably 30 folks volunteering. Right. Um, not everyone that volunteers is on the website and mm-hmm. um, or is on the website yet because we have this uh, like you you have to do like three streams before you're on the website kind of yes. thing. Okay. yeah. Before we can yeah. Uh, in terms of like the community, uh, I like our 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 uh Facebook group has like over two thousand folks um our twitch has a, almost two thousand followers so I want to I, I don't know like a, a, an exact number of how many folks are in our community I know folks have heard of us and aren't in any of the communities but like mm-hmm. us uh so I don't really know to be honest I will well, I'll probably just well. guess like 2,000 for now <laughs> well, that's not somebody of
0: 2,000 on, on twitch 2,000 on facebook and and and, and the rest so the, there's a there's a load yeah. of people there Ray, right? and you're user doing great things so you know there's there's a lot coming up and um hopefully twitch will uh will will sort themselves out and, and hopefully help you out a little bit with that booth and stuff for the for the upcoming uh events and you know it's again i've said it loads of times and not just said it because you're in front of me ray but the, the, the organization does great stuff it, it really really does and um well are you are you going to th- are you going to think of expanding the organization are you going to have maybe an office somewhere else across the country or are you going to maybe try and you know get further afield you go international go european are you is there any plans like that in the future for the organization
1: I mean, all of the above. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, what's what we're pl- What we're doing right now is so we're looking for a volunteer for partnerships, or not a volunteer, but a board member okay, for yeah. partnerships. Uh, we also need a fifth vote because right now we have four board members, and so if they ever did like, you know, two to two, who mm-hmm. who wins that <laughs> right? So um, we are looking for a new board member, and I think the the next plans right now are kind of like what I mentioned is we we need more corporate corporate sponsorship Mm -hmm. uh so we're going to be approaching these these organizations and they were approaching us during pride which is really cool Uh, but we're going to start approaching them we're going to start out you know making asks for money to support the community Mm -hmm. um our grant pro we're digital right now so like i'm in my 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 bedroom right now Mm -hmm. uh i'd love an office that would be great uh i don't think we can afford like a property right now because I wouldn't want to like rent, but I, w- I think a we work situation might be acceptable in the mm-hmm. future. Um, but if we were ever to like end up renting, I'd rather us try and see if we could just a secure location because yep. then we at least have equity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, I, you know, it's my partner. and So my partner, Chris, who I think he left already for the day. Uh, he's also our board treasurer, but he's going to step down soon because uh, he doesn't like money doing dealing with the money. And okay, also yep. he uh he's our our influencer manager. So we wanna have yep. we wanna separate the board from what the organization. Uh so he and I have like kind of talked about, oh, it'd be really cool if we had like a location in a um maybe a, a less predominant area in Los Angeles to support mm-hmm. like the queer community, uh, have a place where you could game or stream, um, yep. you know give some kind of opportunity uh to the to the community and then also <laughs> i really i'm really keen on this is i don't this is, i don't know if this has anything to do with gaming but it, it's, it makes me excited i want to have like a little station for like food stalls so like if like a corn person like a do you know what a, lotte is? a what? okay so <laughs> <laughs> person, person in Northern Ireland, in <laughs> California, we have elote, which is corn in Spanish. Okay. Um, and, and what they do is they're corn ladies. They they go around in their food carts in Los Angeles, and they have you get a corn stick that they boil for you. Mm-hmm. They slap on mayo, they put on chili and Parmesan cheese, and then and chili and then you just eat that and so
0: right that's yeah. that sounds too spicy for me my friend I think um, ah, I, I would just get the take chili then don't I would just get, get, get the corn on the cob and the mayonnaise I think that's what that's what would do you <laughs> <I> think
1: <laughs> so I would love to support I would love to support those kinds of like food stalls out in like you know like our, yeah. our community especially folks who are undocumented in this city mm-hmm. um who are just you know, trying to make a living, I think that'd be really cool. Uh, So, yeah, those are kind of, like, my my aspirations are, like, eventually I would like to have a location where I could have an office and my my volunteers could come in and and have a space, a station to work at um, and then have a space for the community to, Mm -hmm. you know, practice their art um so that's that's an aspiration for the future i would like to start having events outside of los angeles like physical events yes Uh, but that's going to be a huge undertaking like having someone i trust that that could actually oversee the event or do i fly myself out you know which Mm. i wouldn't want to because flights are super expensive right now yes of course um but uh you know if it was a big enough event then we might be able to do that uh, but you know it really it it, it it does come down to the money and so I think that's really what we need to do before any of this is um, diversify where our, our income is coming from and I think we should start asking um, these big companies that say that they're for pride like alright if you are here's yeah, money, please. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen Parks and Recreation.
0: Yeah, money, please. <laughs> 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 that's like that's a that's a pretty good impression, Ray. So that, thank, so thank so you. that that's it. If you don't ask, you you'll you'll never know. And if companies are, have been approaching you during Pride, then of course, yeah. of course, that doesn't do any harm. But 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 to ask, you know. So, mm-hmm. Ray, listen, we we've come to the end of of this segment, but I'm I'm going to have a little bit of fun with you now in a, in a wee minute gonna to go to a jingle we're gonna get another drink and then when we come back i've got a new se- i've got a new brand new segment I, I used to do i used to do a segment called the games that we're currently playing but i've got a brand new one and you're gonna be the first person to do it Ray. okay so okay. when we come back from this segment from the segment, we come back from from this segment <laughs> we are doing a new one uh. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the RGB Gaming Podcast. I am joined by Ray Shoney. And listen, if you haven't been listening or you're scrubbing through the podcast, what are you doing? Go back to the start. Check it out. We have had an amazing conversation. And um, uh, Ray has some um, interesting points about uh, zombies that he made earlier on on the show. (laughs) And that was Ray said that, not me. Ray, listen, I'm going to try a new bit Okay, so hang on, we need a bit, we need a bit of music for this. Okay, don't, don't, don't be don't begin too excited, Ray. It's not what this you think. The- <laughs> <laughs> I like to call this section a seat at the table. It's a new segment, Ray, in which I ask my guests if they could invite three people from the gaming world to dinner who would take a seat at the table. So, Ray, you have three seats at this table, and you can invite anybody from the gaming world. This includes gaming characters, developers, or influencers. And since it's Pride Month, you can invite someone that has been an influence in the community. Who would you invite to take a seat at the table? Okay. Well,
1: I think I'd start off with Alex from Stardew Valley, my husband, in the game. Okay. Um... He is a buff little cutie, lives with his grandparents until you marry him. Uh, so, you know, I I, I I wouldn't be a good husband if I didn't invite him to dinner. <laughs> uh, hello? <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: if you, we, we, we don't need to know what they're eating for dinner, Ray. We just need to know who's coming. So you're bringing your husband. Who else are you bringing with you? You have two more seats to here.
1: Okay, so... Uh, Uh, this is so hard. Oh my gosh, I'm (laughs) on the spot. Um, uh, I would uh, invite the entire community for the second seat. All the gamers, all the queer folks. Yeah, so they could be on like a little tablet and they could just be there for dinner. All the the folks, especially the folks that live in places where they can't go out to like a queer space. There you go.
0: Oh, there you go. That is very admirable of you, but... Um, you know, you're paying the bill for this dinner too, by the way. So you be just <laughs> with about thirty thousand people for the second seat.
1: They're only there digitally, so they don't get <laughs> to eat. They're just they're they're. It's like uh like uh one of those streams where you watch people eat. You uh,
0: yeah, You can throw corn at them and uh, put chili and mayonnaise on it for them, and they can listen to you munch. It's a bit like ASMR, isn't it? So so have yes. you filled up have, have you filled up your three seats? Because I think we've filled up about forty thousand seats here at the moment.
1: Oh my gosh, this is so hard. So what, let's uh, let's
0: focus on gaming then, Ray. What about a gaming character? Okay. Who would you who would you love to have dinner with from the gaming world? You could pull out of the screen and say, "Sit down, we're eating corn with mayonnaise and chili." Shut up, that's what we're doing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds like a really good dinner, actually. Now I'm hungry. Uh, gonna have that for my second breakfast or my first lunch in a moment. Yes. Oh man, that is hard. This is a hard question. Uh, I should have sent this in an email.
0: Uh, <laughs> so that's cheating. That's cheating, Ray. I'm not. That's uh, true. That's cheating because I'm not giving you time to think. But this is on the spot. Maybe you call this. Maybe should call this section on the spot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. What about? Okay. So I don't know why. I have no idea why this is in my head. What about Alloy from Horizon Zero Dawn?
0: alright oh, Right. Okay. I, cool
1: like i haven't played all of it but i really like alloy um i feel like alloy like was the first like like fan presenting character that was like in a mainstream series back like when when most of it was just like men so i just i really like alloy yeah
0: awesome that's that's, a, that's, that's a that's a that's a nice table of uh of, of people that you've got you've got there all enjoying some corn and peach red bull and you know we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're having a good time and uh, I'm not paying the, for the bill for this by the way you know so you, you, I'm not have, either I think Galloway is know, know what you do you just get up and leave leave that, that then <laughs> but uh, listen Ray have you enjoyed yourself on the podcast my friend
1: yeah absolutely I appreciate you having me and being able to talk about our non-profit
0: listen the pleasure has been all mine and just one last time ray where can the folks on the podcast that are listening where can we find you on socials where can we find you on youtube you name it where are you available
1: uh it's qwerty gamers everywhere so Mm q-w-e-e-r-t-y gamers g-a-m-e-r-y nope we don't have a y in there g-a-m-e-r-s um but you can go to querygamers.org, and all our links are there on the top right. Or you could just read our news, read about us, read about our grants, mm-hmm. etc.
0: So there's a, there's a, there's a plethora of great uh great platforms for you to you check out. You're on Instagram, you're on Twitter, you're on YouTube, you're on mm-hmm. Twitch. You've got a great mm-hmm. website. So listen, you heard heard what Ray said. If you're if you're listening from the, the 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 same sort of location that that Ray's from, you know, volunteer, go and help this great uh, this great profit because they are doing. Great things So Ray Unfortunately We have come to the end of The show probably fortunate for you Because you're thinking Thank God this is over So <laughs> We have come to the end of The show Ray And listen I want to thank you so much for, uh, for for taking the time You didn't have to For taking the time And coming and speaking with me I've had an absolute blast Speaking with you man And And uh, I would love to get you back on at another time, under uh, under maybe different under different topic. We could be talking about Dead by Daylight or something like that, which I could uh, yeah. I would love to do a stream on that or or a podcast on that, which would be which would be awesome. That's it, we have come to the end of the RGB Gaming Podcast. I want to thank Ray for being an absolute amazing guest and don't forget to check our to Gaming on all social media platforms and don't forget to check out the RGB Gaming Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and I'll see you in the next video!